Welcome to Wild on Health, your weekly holistic prescription for living healthy naturally. Lifespan, that's the time you'll clock on the planet. Healthspan, however, is the time you'll spend living your life in optimal health, mentally and physically. Join me on Seeking Healthspan, a podcast loaded with sensible recommendations and tips intended to put quality years on your life. We have a very special guest later on in the show. Dr. Mark Gordon is a neuroendocrinologist specializing in technology for the assessment and treatment of traumatic brain injuries associated with neuropsychiatric conditions. He's going to help increase the health span of our brains. You wouldn't believe how many of us have suffered mild traumatic brain injury without even knowing it. But today our focus is brain health in general. But first... What's trending in health span? You know, in a recent paper featured in Nature, an esteemed journal in the scientific community, researchers from Harvard Medical School in Boston, Massachusetts, report on how they found a distinct signature of human longevity in the genes of the brain's cerebral cortex. That's the stuff that's right in the front of our head, right behind our forehead. What they found was a pattern of gene expression that's characterized by downregulation of genes called RE1, silencing transcription factor, related to brain cell excitation. Well, ironically, these genes are referred to as REST, or REST for short, and that plays a role. So listen to this. The research shows that individuals whose lifespan had exceeded 100 years had significantly higher levels of rest in their brain cells compared to those whose lifespan had between 20 and 30 years shorter. That is amazing. So these individuals who don't have this activity of rest to downregulate excitation have less years uh, expected for their lifespan, 20 to 30 years shorter. <laughs> so the effect of lower brain cell activity in turn switches on another group of proteins called forkhead transcription factors, and this influences longevity through the insulin and insulin growth factor signaling pathway. I've been hearing a lot more about this in the news, blood sugar control. If there's a test you should ask your doctor to run on an annual physical, it is, among others, A1C or hemoglobin A1C. This is kind of like sugar attaching itself to the hemoglobin inside the red blood cells. And the more it does over time, the more you get this uh, reduction in insulin sensitivity and ultimately pre-diabetes ensues. This is due to the sad diet, standard American diet and poor lifestyle, etc. Too much weight gain. But A1C ramping up over time, we should be less than 5.2. Many of us are hovering around 6, you know, preclinical diabetes and uh, provisional diabetes. Um, into the 7-8 level, that's no good. <clears throat> you're diabetic and you're not uh, in under control for the sugar levels in your blood. But the point I'm trying to make here is that this effect of the rest activity in the brain switches on these other transcription factors, which also influence longevity through insulin, which is related to blood sugar levels, um, and insulin growth factor signaling pathways. So, so stick with me here. Decreased insulin signaling 
has been shown to extend longevity in a wide variety of species, including humans. And how this may all translate into real life, folks, and adding that health span to your life is related to caloric restriction. It's the one truth we know about nutritional intervention and longevity, one of the most consistent means to increase lifespan, also reduces the activity of this pathway. So one successful way you might want to try caloric restriction uh, is to implement intermittent fasting, something else, medical kind of buzz term of the day for a good reason. This means choosing a feeding window. Try about six to eight hours, so say from 12 noon to 6 p.m., and have nothing but zero-calorie fluids like water uh, and maybe tea, uh, certainly non-caffeinated after about 12 or 1 noon uh, at either end. And this also very effectively um, induces a sensitization of insulin, uh, and in the end, may add years to your life. All right, let's move on to the ingredient of the day. Lion's mane. Mushrooms are becoming more and more popular, but lion's mane. These are large, white, shaggy mushrooms that resemble a lion's mane as they grow. Uh, They've got both culinary and medical uses. Uh, They can be enjoyed raw, cooked, dried, steeped as tea, uh, or in supplement form. Uh, These extracts are also used in over-the-counter remedies, um, all sorts of nootropics, they're called, things that help our brains, um, you know, activate uh, and uh, enhance our memory, focus, attention, alertness, concentration. Many that use it in culinary um, recipes, though, they experience a flavor sort of that they describe as seafood-like, often comparing this to uh, crab or lobster, both in uh, texture and uh, flavor, some of those notes and the mouthfeel. But lion's mane mushrooms contain these bioactive substances that have beneficial effects on the body and especially the brain, the focus of today's show. Studies have shown that lion's mane mushrooms contain special compounds that essentially stimulate the growth of brain cells, neurogenesis, and may help to protect against Alzheimer's disease and other cognitive decline-related disease uh, due to the very powerful antioxidant and anti-inflammatory compounds. So there's this understanding that maybe there's neurogenesis, new nerve cells growing, growth, and neuroplasticity, nerve connectivity. Um, Studies also suggest that lion's mane mushrooms may help to relieve mild symptoms of anxiety and depression. So it's worthy to look into. Um, Okay, next up is something I call the supplement scorecard. So each week, I'll pick apart a particular supplement using a rating system that I've created based on five factors. Claim, scientific validation, cost, ease of use, and cautions. And I base each of these five ratings on a scale of 20. So ultimately, the result yields a percentage score. Five times 20 is 100. What's the score of this particular supplement? We're going to do this every week. So a supplement known as vinpositine. This is derived from the periwinkle plant. This has proven clinical benefits for individuals with central nervous system disorders and dementia. And it's best known for its ability to protect the nerves responsible for memory that essentially live and hide out in the center of your brain known as, most people are familiar with this, the hippocampus. Uh, 
And if you're not, that kind of looks like a little seahorse in the middle of your brain. And so this has been used to maintain and improve brain health and positine and cognition. And it's shown to cause relaxation of smooth muscle, thereby improving blood flow and oxygen and nutrients in the brain, which in turn improves cerebral efficiency. Your brain works better when there's more blood flow and oxygen and nutrients delivered to it. When it comes to a typical claim, vinpositine is effective for cognitive support. So for me, this gets a score of 18. It's got considerable scientific evidence, giving it a score of 16. Usually, it comes in an easy-to-swallow capsule, and it's widely available. That yields a score of 18 for me, and it comes in under $3 a day, making it pretty affordable for most individuals. So that gives it a score of 16, and it's ranked as safe for use in most people, another score of 16. So my overall scorecard for vinpositine, 84%. That's a pretty strong A-. minus. All right, let's go ahead and put vinpositine through an interactions checker. On my website, wildonhealth.com, you will find an interactions checker where for free, you can insert any drug, vitamin, there's nutrient-nutrient interactions, drug-herb interactions. Um, you're going to want to put all of your supplements and all of your drugs into this to determine where there might be crossovers uh, or harmful interactions, things that you want to manage better. So let's go ahead. Vinpositine. <clears throat> this is live. Um, excellent. So there are no known interactions for this item in your list. That's going to be a rare one, folks, but it seems that vinpositine uh, is not a concern if you're taking other medications, uh, nor will it possibly interact with any other supplements you're taking. Awesome. Well, it's time for the Healthy Living Minute. This is a single minute, 60 seconds of your time to put, hopefully, some time on your life. It has been determined that one in four people will battle mental health issues during their lifetime. Depression, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, even Alzheimer's have an underlying biochemical connection. All of the body systems are interconnected. And the best example is the brain-gut connection. Emotional stress can trigger digestive upset. So can micronutrient-deficient foods, too much sugar, and bad fats. Always consult your physician or pharmacist before attempting to treat yourself for emotional imbalance or depression. But if you suffer from poor mood or mild to moderate depression, then there's a good chance that optimizing your diet to include organic fresh fruits and vegetables, losing any of those additional fat pounds you're carrying around, supplementing with fish oils rich in DHA, particularly look for a two to one ratio of DHA to EPA, and taking at least 2000 IU of vitamin D daily, and maybe most importantly, ensuring you get ample exercise. These are all very much a good start. Consider adding to that as well amino acids. These are in supplement form like L-tyrosine and 5-hydroxytryptophan, which separately or together can ramp up dopamine and serotonin, which are feel-good hormones in the brain. When you keep your body healthy and strong, you significantly reduce your chances of mental health issues. Well, it's that time we all look forward to our special guest of the week who's going to help us find health span, particularly as it relates to the brain. 
Dr. Mark Gordon is a thought leader in the field of endocrinology and neuroendocrinology who takes a special interest in traumatic and non-traumatic brain injuries. He recently starred in the documentary Quiet Explosions, Healing the Brain, which actually won the 2021 Most Important Film Award. And I'll tell you, if you haven't seen that, you want to, especially if you care about your brain. It's found on Amazon, YouTube, and Apple TV, among other networks. Dr. Gordon is the CEO of Millennium Health Centers in Los Angeles, California, predicated on the development of unique laboratory biomarker testing, which informs treatment protocols that help optimize brain health. And his product development division has recently released three new brain health formulations clinically tested for many years before being released to the public. And we're going to learn a lot more about these a little bit later in the show. Dr. Gordon, welcome to Wild on Health, Seeking Healthspan. Thank you, sir. It's a pleasure to be here. All right. Well, conventional medicine, uh, as you know, these interventions largely fail to treat the often devastating cognitive, physical, mental deficit deficits that uh, result from brain trauma. But let's begin with a term that many are unfamiliar with, neuroendocrinology. So tell us what this is and how you ultimately became uh, specialized in this area of focus. Well, neuroendocrinology is the science between the endocrine system in the brain and our nervous system. And what we're finding over the years is that the endocrine or the hormones influence our cognitive functioning as well as our uh, emotional stability. And that's because we're finding out that all these hormones that we call reproductive hormones, gender hormones, sex hormones, are what we call pleiotropic, which means they have multitude of benefits. They have multi-functions. And what we're finding are things like testosterone will drop inflammation in the brain. Um, DHT, which is a byproduct of testosterone, will help with startle response. Estradiol, we think of just with women. Well, men need it too for our cognition, for blood flow in the brain, protecting our heart, our libido. So what we're finding finding are a lot of these hormones have incredible benefits on the brain. And as we get older, what happens? We start losing our hormones and the majority of the healthcare providers fail us in not assessing the levels of hormones in our body, which are a reflection of how well they are in our brain. Super interesting. So tell us how trauma itself, I mean, there's all types of different trauma, uh, you know, physical, we'll get into that uh, trauma that comes from, you know, mental, emotional, the realm of, uh, you know, um, workplace all the way through to, you know, family life, potentially even the last couple of years as we've dealt with uh, COVID and the fallout of isolation. But how does trauma by and large lead to hormone deficiencies? Well, that's a great question. As you started in your intro, uh, there are two forms of trauma. There is uh, traumatic and non-traumatic. A traumatic form is obviously you're hit on the head, we've got a veteran with blast trauma, or you're in a car accident, the slip and fall. But there's also this other realm called non-traumatic brain trauma. And what we found is there's a chemical produced in the brain that's called fractalkin, which is responsible for keeping the brain's inflammation at an ebb, low. But under things like stress, no physical impact, but just stress, emotional stress, workplace stress, family life, marriage, children, COVID, politics in both sides of the, the border. Uh, politics can create a 
increase in cortisol, which shuts off fractalkin. And what this does is allows the cells in the brain to start dumping inflammation, inflammatory chemicals in the brain called cytokines. Well, those same cytokines, this inflammatory chemicals, pro-inflammatory chemicals, are also released with physical trauma. So you've got physical trauma and you've got non-physical trauma, both causing the release of these inflammatory chemicals. And what these inflammatory chemicals have now been found to do is interrupt the chemistry of our brain. What does that really mean? In depression, there's a chemical called serotonin, which a lot of the medications treat, serotonin, and another chemical off serotonin called melatonin. So when we have inflammation in the brain, whether or not it's from a physical trauma or a non-physical trauma, these chemicals or enzymes that are responsible for converting the amino acid called tryptophan that we get in Turkey, and that's why after Thanksgiving on our side of the border, you know, we feel tired. What happens is it stops tryptophan from converting to serotonin. Therefore, you get increased depression and it stops it converting to uh, melatonin, and that's why you get insomnia. So two of the very most common uh, symptomatic complaints that we see are depression and insomnia. And it's all because of the inflammation stopping this enzyme system from converting tryptophan to the hormones we need, the neurotransmitters. Same thing with Alzheimer's disease. Alzheimer's disease leads to a disruption in the ability of the neurons, the nerve cells, to conduct acetylcholine, the major neurotransmitter from one end to another. Well, part of the problem is not that there is uh, acetylcholine to be, um, to be maximized in the brain, but the fact it's not even being produced. And that's because inflammation interrupts its production. All the neurotransmitters in our brain are interrupted as well as hormones. What we found is with inflammation, and this is in peer-reviewed medical research, articles talking about when there's inflammation, it shuts off the brain's ability to tell the pituitary gland to signal the gonads to make testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, and so forth. So we have a study right now with nine people in it where all we're doing is addressing inflammation in the brain and their testosterone levels are doubling. Their depression is disappearing. Their anxiety is improving. Their cognitive functioning is improving. And that's what happens over the extent of our years living, we accumulate metabolic byproducts, which creates inflammation in the brain. And that inflammation starts disrupting the communication from nerve to nerve. And that's why we get psychiatric and cognitive impairment. Fractalkin. Fractalkin, neurotransmitters, it all sounds like the stuff of Star Trek. But I'll tell you, it's almost unbelievable to learn about this very long list of psychological and physiological and even physical manifestations that come with traumatic brain injury uh, and as well as accelerated hormonal deficiencies as you're describing. So, you know, you purport that these can lead to depression, um, outbursts of anger, anxiety, mood swings, memory loss, inability to concentrate, learning disabilities. I suppose, you know, the brain is the hub and control center of all these things, sleep deprivation, increased risk for heart attacks, strokes, high blood pressure, diabetes, loss of libido, menstrual irregularities, premature menopause, obesity, 
loss of lean body mass. I'm going along this long list, of this laundry list on purpose, muscular weakness and a number of a whole host of other medically documented conditions of which you become specialized. But brain health and mental health still isn't looked at like heart no. health or, or liver health or no. gut health. Why? Uh, I don't know. I think they, they've missed the fact that the brain is the CPU. Like in every computer, there's a central processing unit. What helps our muscles to function is our brain. What helps us to be mobile is our brain. We have three veterans who are wheelchair dependent after their traumas in the theater of war and putting them on to, based upon that biomarker chemical hormone testing, we replenished what was shown in the testing to be deficient and they're up and walking about. They were wheelchair dependent before. So brain function is extremely important. Yes, we talk about lungs, about heart, about you know kidney, liver, but we miss the most important. And this we can influence. We can influence. And unfortunately, a lot of the chemistry that we use to help the organ system below the neck influence our brain. So let's get let's get to the to the health span aspect of this. You know what we want to do is we want to put years on our life, but not just years. The wow. you know the number of years you'll clock on this planet, healthy, quality, optimal years. Um, and your strategy, by and large, is assessing through what we're calling biomarkers. This is essentially laboratory work that's using samples from the human body, be it blood, uh, serum, urine, saliva, to understand that individual at that end of one level, that individual level. Uh, what they may have succumbed uh, as it pertains to trauma to the brain, but how that brain then controls or has lack thereof control to other various systems in the body. Over 2 million traumatic brain injuries per year in the U.S. alone. Correct. And I know this is a loaded question, but here, here's what we're getting at. How many, and this is maybe theoretical, but how many years of one's life do you figure is shaved off from having a brain injury? And I know there's a spectrum there, but, but what are we talking Correct. about? Right. If you're, if you're looking at the quality first, the, the people who have never had loss of consciousness, but have had a trauma to their brain, they've had, you know, their scoring says, oh, you've not had a significant trauma. Those people only have issues with quality. They might have the regular lifespan. But as you move up from micro trauma to mild trauma, you see years. How many years? It would be speculative for me to say it. But let's assume, let's state there are years taken off. As you get to moderate traumatic brain injury, there's a lot of time taken off. So it's a gradation from micro order all the way to severe, you'll lose decades. And it's really quality of life. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're hundred years of age, if you've been bedridden since 40 or 50, it's about living to the end of your time with a quality that's equivalent to when you are at the beginning. That's the goal. And some of the things that we do, and it's not just about hormones, it's about nutrition. You have to have good nutrition without junk in it so that you don't have an inflammatory nutrition. You have to hydrate well with good water, whether or not it's alkaline or not, because acidified water is not good. You need physical activity. Exercise stimulates brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which actually helps to improve brain function. 90 minutes of high impact interval training hit 
will increase the production of testosterone in 90 days. Any kind of high impact aerobics increases growth hormone, which protects the brain, stimulates the nerve regenerative factors, the growth factors in the brain. Meditation, exercise to uh, meditation to drop cortisol, which is the culprit in turning off fractalkin, which allows inflammation to advance in the brain. And that's our nemesis is inflammation. The literature that's coming out right now is all focusing in on neuroinflammation. That's inflammation in the brain. But inflammation below the neck gets right into the brain and starts a cascade, a trigger effect to include to, um, to uh, recruit the system in the brain to create more inflammation. So you've got insult to injury. So that is, you know, the entire spectrum, what uh, is a benefit. You mentioned nutrition. I know you're a huge fan in supplement form of vitamin D. I'm holding up also here, pregnenolone. Uh, you're a huge fan of that. How is it that you come about testing an individual for these ingredients and others? And then what is the action plan on, you know, reconstituting a system that ultimately is congruent between brain and, and, uh, and body systems? Right. Well, based on the biomarkers, we get the fundamental understanding of 28 hormones that influence the brain function. They're called neurosteroids, the ones that are produced in the brain from cholesterol. So if we mess with cholesterol, we lose the hormones in our brain. And below the neck are the neuroactive steroids, which also are made from cholesterol that makes testosterone, estrogen, and so forth. So we look at this, and then what we do is we add back. And we add back, not just to say that we're adding it back, but our goal point is to make sure that every one of these key hormones, neurosteroids or neuroactive steroids, are at least within the 50th to 75th percent of the range of the laboratory. Because the greatest fallacy is when you get a laboratory test done on, let's say, hormone X, which has a range between 10 and 90. You come in at 11 or 12, and your healthcare provider says, ah, you're normal. But doc, I don't feel good. Well, that's because you're depressed. It's about the hormones. Absolutely. And there's also normal, what's, you know, uh, normal for one individual, given their age and stage of and life genetics. is gen genetics, uh, gender, <laughs> for yes. that matter, uh, and ultimately desires. I mean, I, 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 in my clinical practice, I sort of split uh, my, pa you may do the same, my, uh, my patient cohort into sort of two areas. One are, you know, health seekers, people that look to uh, treat a problem. They're looking for problem solution. And then there are wellness seekers, those that look to go from good to better. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know you see a lot of individuals in pro sports, some of which, uh, you know, have, 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 have had concussions and other brain traumas, but still others that look simply to get maximized uh, on their individual performance. You're clearly helping to add years to the lives of your patients, right? Correct. With 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 a new and, and very well-vetted line of natural products that I want to talk about using a special delivery system. So tell us all about uh, the brain care and brain rescue line. How did this line come about? How are you formulating with it uh, and for it? And, and how accessible is this to the average individual? Do they, do they need testing for this? Or can they just simply get access to this uh, for their own brain health management? Well, the development of our uh, nutraceutical line was encouraged by my daughter, Allison, who's a naturopathic doc who works with us here. She takes care of all our NFL and sports people and our civilians while I take care of the veterans. 
And based upon what we had started to do with nutraceuticals that were in the powdered form uh, over the past 16 years that it took us to develop these products, we started giving specific nutraceuticals like pregnenolone, DHEA, and certain, you know, EGCG, green tea extract, DHA, which is one of the uh, cosinoids or the omega-3s, and um, things like uh, quercetin and uh, gamma-tocopherol, which is a form of vitamin E, which all have benefits on removing inflammation and improving nerve-to-nerve -nerve communication and the biochemistry of the brain. So over this 16 year period of time, we found combinations based on the literature. There's an incredible amount of literature out there already stating, having done the science, but no one's put it into clinical application. So what I do is um, a form of medicine where I take the science and I put it into clinical practice. And we found the combinations, which is Brain Rescue 1 and Brain Rescue 3, which address uh, cognition by dropping inflammation. They enhance energy production with things like CoQ10, PQQ, and some of the B vitamins that we don't use very much unless you're in the hospital and alcoholic like B1 and B2. And these help with functioning of the brain. So you see the brightness of your brain improves and the energy for clarity improves. And we've got a, um, a veteran who almost died from gunshot wounds out in Fallujah, who comes back home and he's not doing very well. He gets on our protocol and he starts on our Brain Rescue 3 when it was in the powdered form. And he ends up getting a master's at MIT and a master's at uh, Harvard, which is in that movie, Quiet Explosions. And we've seen a lot of both civilians and our veterans uh, who have had different forms of trauma where they're back in school. They're getting a master's degree. We've got two guys uh, from vets who are, you know, uh, special forces who had uh, significant traumas. Uh, out in the field of battle, they become physician assistants. And what are they doing? One in Flagstaff, the other one in North Carolina, they've learned our technology and have now started uh, sharing it with their population. So these products are very impressive. And, um, you know, we listen, we survey everybody every month to find out how they're doing. So it gives us this wealth of data, this feedback to let us know that we're on the right path. And the products are available. They're now in Canada. They're in United Kingdom, of course, the United States at our website, um, millenniumhealthstore.com. And they can go there and order up their products. And in fact, because of our relationship with the healthcare system in Canada, we have trained seven or eight docs and naturopaths and MDs in different uh, states of uh provinces of Canada. So they asked us to make available our products. And we have a code, uh, which I can share with you at any time that any uh, Canadians who would like to get access to it, it's a 15% discount on our products. Uh, Please share, I'll put it in the notes. Please okay. share. Well, it's, um, uh, it's C-A-T-B-I-2021. So it's Canada, C-A-T-B-I, and then last year when we started, opened up Canada, 2021, and they can enter it in at checkout and get the discount. And we, we have right now about 50 Canadians who are utilizing our uh, products. We have some Canadians who come down to the United States to get their blood drawn. 
though I've been trying to um, train more docs across Canada from Vancouver to Toronto uh, in our technology. And they're using our laboratory in uh, Florida, not my laboratory, but a laboratory that is 25,000 square feet of uh, high tech access labs. And uh, pricing is very, very reasonable to the point where I've had some people ask, do they really do tests? You, you can't put a price on health, as I like to say. Your no. health's an investment, never an expense. I'll tell you what, you know, at VenMed, which is my clinical practice in Toronto, right. we're next on board uh, to learn more about this line and run some of the testing that you run. So folks can, you know, find us at venmed.com. But I'll tell you what I love about BrainCare 3. Uh, I've done an extensive review on it. Earlier on in the show today, talked about mitochondria and how important mm -hmm. this, you know, energy process, you know, is in the body. And often it gets discombobulated, of course. Uh, as you're well aware, there's uh, hundreds and thousands of mitochondria, little you know, organelles that are found within every neuron uh, of the brain, of course, in every cell of the body. But I love the formula because it ultimately supports good literature to show that uh, you know PQQ helps to multiply or divide the mitochondria, whereas tocopherols, uh, you know, are actually helping to protect them against oxidative stress. And then you've got glutathione downstream to accentuate the detoxification process. Uh, within glymphatics. You know, we have lymph, but our brains don't. They have glymph or glial cells. Um, right. So I love this sort of top-down approach. Um, I love that the line uh, is for the average consumer uh, through to the individual, as you, as you purport. Some studies that are in that uh, documentary, um, you know, uh, veteran, army veterans that were in special ops that had significant physical brain trauma that led to P PTSD. And, and this is helping folks. This is natural medicine. This is my world of natural medicine now being proven out in in the world of conventional medicine before we have to let you go um we all want to know how dr gordon is putting years on his life what do you do everything that i've already shared um i make sure my testosterone levels are great my uh, growth hormone levels are great my vitamin d are phenomenal levels at 80 to 100 dhea pregnenolone uh, I don't use melatonin, um, exercise, I bike ride, I dig holes and plant trees. Uh, I drink water, quite a bit of water to keep well hydrated so that we don't have toxins in the system. Um, you know, I just turned 69 and I'm still going and, you know, everybody says, how do you stay so fit? Well, if you have the chemistry right in the body, the body takes, you know, does what it does. It's like you have a brand new car and you sit in there and you put the key in the ignition, you turn it on and it doesn't run. Well, how about putting some gasoline in the tank? Well, what Absolutely. we do need, we need to keep replenishing our gasoline to keep going longer and longer. Absolutely. For more information on Dr. Mark Gordon, go to millenniumhealthstore.com and don't forget to check out the documentary, Quiet Explosions, Healing the Brain. Dr. Gordon, thank you so much for joining me today and for thank everything you, that you do. Always a pleasure. pleasure. Be Thank well. you. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. One of the best ways to put years on your life is to assess your DNA and learn the nutritional, lifestyle, and supplemental interventions that are ideal for you. You know, we can't change your genes, at least not the ones you got from mom and dad, but you can manage genetic expression in your favor. So if you haven't done so already, check out thednacompany.com. 
one of the best tests on the market to assess your genetic aptitude. Thank you so much for tuning into Wild on Health, Seeking Healthspan. For tons more free information, check out wildonhealth.com.